What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sizing Up. I'm your host, Jack the Spec. And today's episode is going to be a pretty good one. Um, I have a very special guest. She's considered a legend in the community, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. What's up, dweebs? It is Giantess Cleo here. I'm so happy to you today. Uh, yes. So for those of you who saw the story, we attempted this podcast not too long ago and internet connections like, nope. So, um, gave you guys time <laughs> to ask more questions in and, uh, think this take should go a lot smoother. So I'm glad to have take you here, Cleo. Cool. Yes, well, thank you. Two. I'm glad to be here as well. Um, so, I mean, I think whoever whoever doesn't know your backstory at this point, you know, I'm surprised because you're one of the bigger names <laughs> in the fetish, so it's kind of crazy. But um, I know how I know you is from Giantess Avenue and their videos, but um, for those who may not know, do you want to inform them about your start, um, what led you to the Giantess fetish itself, and uh, how, yeah. Just how you got your start in this lovely fetish. Yeah, definitely. Um, this little thing called Craigslist. Um, a friend of mine had been looking for just like different gigs. And it mm-hmm. said they wanted tall girls with big feet. And she was like, you should do this. You you fit it. And I was like, mm, why don't you go ahead and meet the Craigslist person and let me know how that goes. Uh, and then And then maybe I'll consider it, you know. So she ended up going and um, it ended up being the owners of Giant Sav. And she was like, no, this is legit. Like you would do well at it. So you should go try it. So after she, you know, had met the owners um, and was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I set, an, I set up an appointment and the rest is history. And I've got a good amount of uh, Giant Sav videos under my belt. Um, and I'm actually excited because I'm going to be shooting uh, my very first growth video with them soon, too. Yes. So back to the roots, doing something a little new. Yeah. Always good. Always good. Well, yeah. Um, so. And uh, I mean, it has to be great. You've had to have a lovely time so far just being involved and meeting all sorts of different people within, you know, this community because there's a lot to it it's very layered it's It's so layered it's so layered there's so many different um it's kind of like an umbrella and that just houses a bunch of different fetishes under it i was super bummed that SizeCon got canceled this year because i was gonna actually go i was looking forward to actually meeting Mm -hmm. some more of my my clients and my fans and you know um so hopefully next year that'll be a thing it seems less exciting digitally so i kind of took it off the board after that but hopefully next year oh yeah most definitely you want to be able i think this fetish is a lot more fun when you're able to engage and i mean digitally it's it's great i think you and me can attest to that because you know we're seeing yeah, of course great content almost every day and oh of course i just meant digitally doing doing size con like nobody wants to do a digital con you know that's the, no. not the so so i think otherwise yeah of course digitally this industry you know thrives off all things digital and internet but as far as size con goes come on i want to i want to meet you in person let me 
throw my pleasers and really tower over you little dweebs. <laughs> exactly. You got to get the actual experience in person. You got to feel that like, <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's the awesome, that's the awesome thing about it. So definitely. Yeah. Hopefully next year. Here's hoping, here's hoping. Um, yep. So another thing I want to ask I love your I love your dweeb line. It's it's like your trademark. I, I love that. <laughs> it it's it's like one of the greatest like calls to action when you're engaging with your tiny. So I'm like, oh <laughs> so I think that's you know, it's kind of my term of endearment because it's like it's little bug or it's like pet, but those are seem generic at this point. And it's like it's definitely a, a term of love for, for you guys. Like I I adore my fans and everybody's really cool for the most part. And I don't know. I think Dweeb sums it up pretty well. <laughs> it, fits, it fits. So I can't even blame you for that. Um, so what do you enjoy about this fetish now? Is there anything you were like, I'm not sure how this would work or the concept um, of it or. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the main thing that, that as, as a person, but as a female person, a lot of the angles for giant stuff, it are typically not what we would consider most flattering. So getting over seeing yourself at these very, to you guys, enticing angles. And now I'm, I've been doing it so long. Like I, it doesn't bug me. And it, but it was just one of those things like, wait, this is what you want to look at. You want to, okay. Like, you know, there's some reservations just because like, you know, typically as a woman, you're like, no, hold the camera up higher. We're not trying to be shot from, from down below. You know what I mean? Um, right. But but it's something that I've I've definitely gotten used to, and it's just I, you know I know all of my my giantess and my foot angles now, so it's like easy. Um, but you know, just learning. I I had no idea. I had never heard of, and this is ironic because I've worked in the fetish community for a very long time, but I had never heard of like macrophilia or like giantism until I got this gig. Um, with, with giant to have, like, it was not a fetish I had heard of. And so it was definitely, and still continues to be interesting to, to learn about the, the community and the lore and all the, you know, kind of how people got first got interested in it themselves. And that part of the community definitely really interests me. The psychology of it all is fascinating. (laughs) Oh yeah, most definitely. I think there's, uh, there's a lot of, like we were discussing not too long ago, like it's layered and there's just really more to it than one would think from the outset. And, um, an example I like to usually say is like some people don't really like, if you put Vor by itself in comparison to the giantess fetish, I think it's not the same concept. And, when paired with the giantess is a it's a whole different thing. Really, I see. I guess I mean I view. It, I think it all to me it all makes sense because right. if, from a giantess standpoint, uh, what do you think? Like all of the giant like stories, Jack and the Beast. What do you think they do with the tenant? Usually, they're getting eaten. Like so, to me, it kind of is pretty cohesive to the whole giantess world. Um, do I find any of it personally like? I don't, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily do anything for me sexually, right. but I. But I am the type of partner that like I get off on my partner getting off. So if this shit turns you on and I enjoy making it, then that's perfect. But but you know, I I honestly I haven't done too much more lately. Um, but that is like a subset of 
like you said, it's, it's an umbrella and there's just a lot of different facets of the fetish that kind of splinter off. Right. Most definitely. Definitely. Um, and then, so what led you to being giantess Cleo? Like just, just the gravity of saying that giantess Cleo, like what led (laughs) you to, uh, just having this persona that you developed. Um, cause I know, um, in the previous recording, when we attempted to record your background was being a dominatrix. So how has yeah. that translated over? Well, I think as far as like doming goes, there's that and giant and stuff. It's, it, it's kind of like you said, that kind of like umbrella term, because it's all a little bit under the femdom. Um, hierarchy i guess if you will um and and so it was just it's it's kind of an easy step in um and also i'm i'm an actress i've been an actress my whole life and so it's it's also it adds to the character you know what i mean of of who cleo is but cleo is me and i am her you know what i mean so as much as it's like it is uh you a lot of acting a lot of it is my personality and half the stuff that you guys watch is from my brain you know the scripting and just that stuff. you know what I mean it's not it's not all like contrived it's like you know some of it is stuff how I would react in real life and some of it is is a heightened version of Cleo but but I just think of myself as just a person but it's different because as you said and the more that I work in the community and I meet more people I hear that word legend a lot and it's it's very strange to me i'm still getting used to it because i'm just like what do you mean like i get really stoked when people want to to work with me and it's like and it's it's just it's very humbling experience but um i don't know i like i said i started out as as a dominatrix and it's a very easy you know i kind of have a reputation for for being a cruel giantess and i think that is an easy switch and and just coming from the the femdom community um, but yeah, I don't know if that answers the question, but I try. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I think that was a good explanation. I'm, an, um, I'm, an, I'm also an ADHD giantess. So, you know, that, that pilots a lot of the things that I do, you know? So just, just so all of you know, shout out to all the neurodiverse people out there, which I'm sure is a majority of this fan base anyways. <laughs> has to be i'd be surprised if it is uh, it has to be i would be surprised yeah. if it wasn't but yeah awesome awesome um so other things like what i guess enjoy with collaborating with other uh content creators in here so i guess we can split this into two subcategories um what do you enjoy the most about working with editors um I love when they come to me with an idea that they have like, Hey, do you want to shoot this? And I love their willingness to um, make edits even without being asked. I love the the content that gets just created. The fan art is always really awesome. Um, that's one of my favorite aspects <laughs> of this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it makes me loved and so happy. And it also helps me as a content creator, because when you guys make this stuff for me, it also helps me to build up my brand and to and and virtually build up your brand because I'm able to put stuff on my page and post things for for both of us. Um, so it's definitely something I'm I'm really grateful for. And uh, yeah, just like when someone has an idea, like let's I'm really big on collaborating. Um, 
with editors and working on new content and new ideas. So come at me, y'all. <laughs> there it is, guys. There it is. Don't don't be afraid to. Um, is there any is there any favorite things during the process that you like to do, whether you're shooting with an editor in person or across um say it's a way on a computer like is there a favorite yeah. thing you like to do in terms of how direction works or how to direct you or anything of that sort? It, you know, it really it kind of depends. Um because everybody has their own style um just as a person and as directing and then you know and then some of the clients kind of have to get used to working with me because there is that part where sometimes they get a little bit because it's like oh it's cleo you know they get a little like starstruck (laughs) yeah and it's and it's (laughs) and it's cute but it's like all right come on we got to get it like so sometimes it ends up being a little bit me more directing just because they got to get used to working with me or, or, but I'm also very open to direction. Like I have no problem. Like, Hey, just tell me what to do, especially when this is your concept and your idea. Um, I prefer to be able to shoot in person, but obviously given distance, given Corona, given, all, you know, a lot of things I've gotten pretty good at, at self shooting, but it's definitely not my preference because, um, it's a lot easier to make a really good product when you're not wearing 17 hats. So, um, yeah. you know, I definitely prefer to be able to work in person and, and that's also part of my traveling and, you know, like lately every month I go somewhere. Um, I started a couple of months ago traveling for this and it's, it's been good because it allows me to go to work with other content creators, work with other editors and producers and girls in the industry. Um, so I'm really hoping to continue that trend so that I can, you know, continue to build up more content and just build up this community in general. That's, that's a good way to look at it. I like that. Um, yeah. I, I feel like that's what's so important about this community in general, just being able to build each other up, help each other out, roll each other's content. And I think that's what it's all about that at the end of the day, um, yeah. I do feel like that's what it's all about. So that's, I agree. And I think one of the best, this is a, this is a testament to you guys. So this is, this is my third Instagram page. Um, obviously we've all been having this problem where they've really come for this industry, but yeah. what's gotten me back every time is you guys in this community, and other, other females in the community. And at first it was kind of weird when a lot of models were a little bit like, you know, skeeved out when you would like reach out to work with them on a, on a level. Cause there's this outlook like, Oh, we're, we're competitors. And it's like, no, there's enough pie in the sky and this doesn't work unless we all kind of work together. Um, and so seeing that really start to happen more so is really awesome because it's necessary. And I got deleted October 21st this last year. And because of this community, my page has came back so much faster than I ever thought and have seen that it, I have seen it come back in the past because I have been deleted and it's all because of you guys. So I'm, I'm just like thankful for that because that's such a pivotal platform in allowing to continue to create content, you know? Definitely. definitely. I, I, that's the one thing I love. Uh, Every time a model gets like deleted off IG the call to action to get them back or get them built back up is incredible. I, it is. It, it's, it's a testament. Yeah. It's a testament to how much people love to support each other in this, you know, in this space that we have. And I think it's just one of the coolest things that we do for each other. And like you said, like 
um, I guess it is unorthodox figures because you're always saying, you know, we're in competition. We need to, you know, we can't work with each other. And I have never seen a community more unified in a way where, you know, like when you guys go live, it's not just by yourselves. You're doing this with other models. And, you know, that is like cool because you're not expecting, you don't expect that, you know, you're, you're expecting to compete and, you know, get your share of followers and whatnot. But it, it's, it's probably one of the most chillest, the chill communities I've been a part of. Yeah, it, it is a very chill community. And I think the girls um, that I work with, um, and obviously, like, you form friendships with them, too. Like, I'm I'm really close to Pog and Maeve and Autumn, and it's not just, like, business-wise. Like, we we all have, have a bond, and I want to continue to build that in the community because that's what keeps us all in business. And, like, every time I, I travel, like I said, I shoot with someone. And it was kind of unorthodox at first, but finding other women that are big in the industry that, that have the same mindset been awesome. Cause then it also leads to more collaborations, I think amongst editors and producers and just people who wouldn't normally um, work together or even meet, you know, right. that, that is, that's huge. Especially if we're going to like, you know, keep this, keep this uh, community alive, especially as, uh, as Instagram continues to, to push it, you know? Right. But I it's- think, I think that it just, it, all it does, every time Instagram deletes someone, uh, it just builds the monster up bigger <laughs> and angrier. Oh, yeah. can't, so. You can't contain the beast. They, they're going to, that, that's eventually at the end of the day, they're going to have to realize that there's no way to contain the beast. It's going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to be this platform that we, you know, love to have. And yeah, it, it's tough. And I'm just saying, where, think- my, where are all my programmers at? Because the reality is like, we just need a platform that is just like Instagram, but just fetish friendly. <laughs> so like, I mean, I feel like that's on the horizon that needs to come in the next little while. So this like constant circle of deletion and, recreation doesn't have to keep continually happening you know oh yeah we need a giant to sap stat <laughs> yes and right. i guess and that's also part of it is like so i got started obviously through giantist stuff but i'm also you know it kind of bleeds into the foot fetish stuff and and it, it, they kind of go hand in hand and that is also another thing that there just needs to be an app for you just you put a you put a foot on Instagram and they're like, oh, fuck that. But then you, you know, someone's got their titties out and you're just like, oh, that's regular. Okay, cool. Instagram. That makes all of the sense in the world. Like one of the girls in my group just got flagged for a foot picture. And it was like, who's been flagged for containing nudity. It's like, wait, <laughs> there's literally an ankle and some toes in there. Like come the fuck on. You gotta it's be kidding. My, it's, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. I hon- I honestly do not get how. Uh, uh, but that's why I, I say us having our own, creating our own platform, and like you know, that's on. The, I I've got a lot on my plate, so we're not there yet. But like like I said, I'm definitely down to help facilitate that. We just need we need to get some people in the industry together on that. You know what I mean? So we can just do this better. Oh Fuck yeah, no, if there were if there were an app just for uh like. Yeah, we, we just we just need an app so we can have our own little space because yep. it, it's it's crazy. Um, 
man. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel like I, I've been joking with every guest so far. I'm probably going to do it eventually. We're, we're going to have an episode where I'm just going to have a panel of guests of both editors and models. And we're just going to riff on IG for like an hour and it's going to be great. And I'm extending my invite. Bring all the the IG memes. Yeah. we we (laughs) Then we're all going to get deleted. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. They're going to be like, Oh, you're talking smack about us. You just live in fear of deletion. No. Or I mean, not literally, but you just know that it's just like kind of part of your life. Like you could get deleted at any point and you just have to accept it because it is, it just is. It just is. It just is. You know, um, the, my very first time I got deleted, I was angry. I was so angry and I was sad because obviously you spend time cultivating your page and building these connections and posting content and then poof, it's just gone. And so I was a little, and then I brought, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it again. And I brought my page back. And then when I got deleted again, I was like a different type of angry, you know, like each time it just, it kind of shifts a little bit. It'd be nice right. to, to not have to do that anymore. But you also just know, like, that's part of the gamble. It is always part of the gamble. Sometimes I'm like, man, I, I get nervous. And I'm like, if I post this on IG, will they consider it too spicy? Or it, it's it's a rough, it's a rough game. It's a rough game. You don't know how well, to play it. Exactly. And they're just made up. They're just like made up rules. That's the problem. Is like it'll tell you why it doesn't, and they don't give you any information to correct anything or really tell you. Like I said, they they said this girl had nudity, and it was literally just toes. So it's like, all right, what are you really upset about? It's it's kind of you're just constantly fighting the man. <laughs> That's really uh, what yeah. it is. Yeah, at the end of the day, that is that's basically it, and and that's the thing that bothers me about it because it's just feet. At the end of the day, nine times out of ten, it is literally just feet, and I don't understand why IG feels the need that you know. Well, with with giantess stuff, even if it is just feet, I think a lot of it is like I hate to say, but <laughs> patriarchy, um, because it, I feel like it takes a certain type of man to be sure enough of himself and know his stuff, his stuff and be like, you know what? Yeah. I want to get stepped on. I want to be, but for a man that doesn't, hasn't admitted in society, how he feels about his own inner life, his own fetishes. It's, it's very much a reflection of, of that. And I think that's why there's so much resistance to like the giantess and like the femdom and the community in general, because we're still really grasping onto this like archaic concept of, patriarchy you know and uh you know i i might i could maybe do some fans for saying that who knows but you're not you're not the truth of the matter and let me say i'm and i'm not even i wouldn't even consider myself a feminist either like and that will also i'm sure i have some people that have something to say to that Mm -hmm. either you know I, i i think like we just have a pension and all things in life to swing so far right and and left that we forget that there is like middle ground and compromise to things, you know, there is gray matter. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong about that. And I mean, God forbid we have, I mean, and, that, and that's a thing, I guess the concept is just so, I don't know. It, it seems like it takes so much offense to it. Like we can't have that. That what, what measures are we sending? Like we can't like, no. And I, God forbid we have a woman stepping up like, What's, what's yeah, that's what that? I'm saying. What's, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, 
But I mean, like, are you that insecure that you can't have? I mean, unless unless you guys do, bro. There's nothing like the likelihood of this ever happening is zero to none. Uh, is zero to I'm gonna give it a chance, five percent. But you know, God forbid. <laughs> I like, like your positivity. <laughs> Shrink technology could be, it probably already exists. I mean, you might have just, I don't know if you'll be here when it comes to fruition, but it probably already exists. More than likely, I'm convinced. But, but you yeah, go to space. I, I, I guess the perception is just what bothers them. And I'm like, okay, so that's bad, even though it's not showing any nudity or any, uh, you know, graphic thing. But, you know, you guys will have a pair of tits hanging off on Instagram. And I'm just like, okay, so this is totally cool. But, that that's not, and it it's the most mind-boggling thing to me. But um, it's so annoying. Um, going back to uh, working with other models and collabing with them, um, Pogzilla mentioned in her episode with me that she's uh, she's very grateful for you as a mentor because you've uh, shown her the ropes, and she's very new to all of this, and she's really you know, coming to her own as a giantess and, you know, I love her content. I love working with her. Um, like, Oh, she, she's pretty great at it. Um, but she mentioned that she looks up to you as a mentor and do you feel like you do have sort of a mentorship when it comes to, um, working with other, uh, models like, Oh my gosh. Um, number one, I'm totally beaming right now, if you guys can see me, because I absolutely adore Elle, a.k.a. Pog. It's funny because I don't even call her Elle. I just call her Pog, even in just <laughs> regular life. Um, <laughs> she, I love that she said that. I had no idea she said that, so that was a, that was a surprise to me. Um, and I appreciate the fuck out of that. I, I mean, I guess I do have a mentor role. I never – I don't think of it that way because I just – my goal is to just build other women up and, you know – like help people get the bag and you know like said there's enough pie in the sky for everybody so right. I guess I never looked at it as a mentorship thing but um the longer I do it I guess it, it does I do play that role sometimes for people um but I don't mind it it's a good like intro and dip your toes into you don't know you don't know something unless you know it and uh, a lot of the girls that I meet sometimes have no idea or or are curious about the giantess thing and they're they're like all right well I've always wanted to get into it like what do I do so help someone learn something or build their business or their brand in a different way than I'm about it. And um, as far as Pog goes, she's also, you know, like she has a lot of knowledge in, um, in, the, in just the fetish community in general. So like as much as I am able to like help her with like giantess stuff, she is there when I need, I'm like, Hey, what about this tech thing? Or what about this? OnlyFans thing, or you know what I mean? She's definitely got a wide knowledge of of things. So I think, you know, we kind of we have a genuine friendship, and um, she's awesome. And I'm glad that we got to work together, and I'm glad that we continue to work together. Uh, we have some big stuff coming up for you guys, and in, in the near future. And uh, I'm excited to watch her grow and see her brand grow, and how her, you know, what her brand of giantess looks like. Definitely, definitely hype. And yeah, no, you guys, uh, you guys, I, your friendship beams through in any of the edits that people make of you guys. 
and um, some of the edits I've made, and it looks like you guys are legit having a blast together. And yeah, and I think that's what's great about this about making this content is honestly mm-hmm. I have so much fun, and I ever since the beginning when I started working with Giantess Ab, there's not a day that I shoot content that I don't just laugh or have like a blast because I get to create and um, and I'm doing something I enjoy, and I'm. And, and I'm and I'm working ultimately for myself, and so at the end of the day, like there's there's nothing about this that makes me feel upset. And the only thing I have a hard time with personally is like custom timelines. Um, so anybody listening, listen, I love making customs, and I give you and I let people know like kind of rough timelines. But I'm a workaholic, and I have a lot of things outside of my giantess life. Um, I'm an actress in real life, and so sometimes. I have other stuff that comes up and so customs get pushed, but I always get you guys your stuff. So, you know, a little patience, but I try and be communicative, but I think shout out to everybody, but also just remember like the models, the people who make content for you are still real human beings outside of this who have lives and other things going on sometimes. Most definitely. And that's important. Trust me, guys. If I could be Jack to spec 24 seven, I, I would. I, I mean, the only requirement is I need everything that I use on a daily basis to be shrunk with me, but <laughs> yeah. I wish I could be Jack the Speck 100% of the time. Unfortunately, I have to grow and do normal people things, so I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> Exactly. But, um, but yeah, like, I think that's one thing that um, people need to understand. Like, We're taking time out of our day from our real lives to make this stuff, and sometimes, you know, um, it's a lot it's just a lot to do and timelines are important. I know people expect, I mean, I, we, we do live in this age of instant gratification and I don't want to yeah. go on a whole feel about that, but you know, <laughs> it's true we, though, it, but it is true. Um, we have to do a lot just to be able to do this. So um, everyone's like, Oh, you should be able to get a 30 second edit out. And I'm like a 30 second edit roughly takes me um, anywhere between an hour or an hour and a half because I got to make sure timing is right. I got to make sure it's quality, yeah. you know, little quality insurance things because that I just want to make sure my work is good. So when people watch it, it's quality. So there, there's a lot into it that people need to realize that, Hey, we're, we're really dedicating our time to make quality content for you guys. And, and it's not like, it's like you said, you want to work for yourself and, in a way, if you make this a burden or a chore, then it's not fun anymore. And yeah. I don't ever want this to become something that I do not enjoy or something that feels like a chore. Cause I love this community. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's one of the best communities I've been a part of. And overall, you know, you just want to be able to have fun with it and yep. Oh yeah. A little PSA guys. Like you gotta let us, you gotta realize that we do have real life things to tend to unfortunate as that may be just, just, just gotta give us time. But at the end of the day, we are doing it not only for ourselves, but for you guys too, at the end of the day. So just, exactly. just be mindful of that. Um, another question I do have is I suppose what, what about, what is the, most fun what what aspect of making the content that you enjoy the most like is there 
is it like the shot? Is it like the shot you get? Is it seeing yourself being a giantess or seeing a tiny? <laughs> what? You what know, I hate. You I actually hate watching myself. Um, I really don't. It's a little secret. I very whenever I'm. Uh, Unless I'm really um, heavy into the editing of one of my pieces, I very mm-hmm. rarely watch any of my stuff in full. I will watch bits and pieces and skip through and like just kind of do a little general check on it. But I hate watching myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that is probably one of my least favorite parts. Um, but as far as production goes, I like I said I enjoy the the creative side of it. Um, I like coming up with stories. I like, you know, it's a lot of improv. Sometimes, sometimes stuff is rough scripted. So we have outlines um, and then the rest of it is just like made up. So it allows me to, to play and be creative. And I love dressing up. Um, I I'm definitely in my day-to-day life, very much like t-shirt converse type of gal, but I also, I'm a stylist. I love dressing up. I love costuming. So that part is always fun. Um, but more than anything, it's just like a, the opportunity to play. I think yes. it's really good. It's, it's good for your brain and uh, creating is good for your brain. You definitely need to have that. You definitely need to have that. Um, another question. I, I have to ask this one because um, when I saw you and uh, Michael Merchant make the video, I was like over the moon. Um, so... I'm pretty sure you guys had to talk about uh, tag, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, uh, he's the one that introduced me to tag. I had no idea um, what it, what it was. And that, like, so this is one of my favorite things about learning more about the lore in the community and like, um, just like, you know, it's funny cause you guys think of legends, but you know who, when I think of a legend, I think of like Michaela miles or like, you know what I mean? Cause she's been the, an OG in this for so long. So it's like right. learning about, you know, the stuff and, and whatnot has, it's fun. I, I definitely enjoy that. And I, you know, I have a confession to make. Everybody always wants to talk about Honey, I Shrug the Kids. I've never really watched all of, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I have to say I've never actually watched this iconic piece that everybody refers to. But yes, as far as tag goes, I watched it quite a few times and we just did, we just did the intro just, just for fun. We were thinking about maybe doing some more of it eventually but wanted to kind of gauge the reaction to doing this first bit. Oh, most definitely. So when you uh, re- recreated that intro and you, you did a, that line, you did a look, Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to fan out on my own podcast. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> when you uh, did that line, it was just meant. And, um, it's so funny. Cause I felt it's funny because I, sometimes I feel very, it translates well, but as an actor, sometimes I feel very overactory in, in doing it. Like it's part of the giantess stuff. And so that also makes it fun. It's definitely. Um, but um, shout out to micro on that one, because he had me, I think we took, we didn't take too many takes, but we took a few takes and he was like, no, hold on. Say it again. Uh, just because he, you know, he knows it. Like it's, you know, this is his stuff that he's been watching. And like, so it's like for me coming in, I want to do, you know, this piece that everybody is iconic, do it justice. So um, I'm glad we nailed it, but he was a good director. (laughs) Definitely. I could, I could, I feel that because I mean, tag is like one of the most legendary giantess media out there. 
So um, <laughs> when 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 he posted the the story and it was no audio, but the way it was framed, I'm like, he did not. Did he? Did you guys actually do this? And then when I heard it, I'm like, you brilliant <laughs> man. I love this. So yeah. I was just like insanely geeked. And I'm like, I got to ask you how that came about. And I'm pretty sure if he, if I'm pretty sure if he's listening to his episode, he's probably like, yeah, dude, it was, he's probably nerding out. Like, Oh my God, it was awesome. So, uh, I had yeah. to definitely ask about it was, that one. It was definitely all his idea. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad that it, it was received well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. He's That's always it. talking about wanting to remake that entire movie. And I said, dude, if, if you would ever need help, if we need, we need to, uh, if it was just a whole bunch of like editors and models that we recreate that entire film, that'd be bomb. I've, that would be epic and do it and do it and do it well. Yes. I, I think I will could. say I think people don't realize though, like what, so when it comes to films, uh, like giantess films, um, and customs people can I get a 15 minute custom that's like pretty much a short film at that point you know what I mean yep. people's concept of time especially I mean because you edit stuff you probably understand but they don't think about how long it actually take like when I very first started doing this I would I would agree to do like really long ass customs and I'm like what am I doing this is so much freaking work so it's like I've had to put a cap on on how much length I'll you know, my videos are right. Um, Cause even what's considered fe- feature length in this, in this world is like 20 minutes. I can't imagine like shooting like a legit <laughs> full oh, feature length. Oh my God. That'd be an undertaking. And it has to be a grind within itself because like, like, like I remember I got put on a commission to help a model edit um, a video where she is doing a tiny boyfriend and his ex. And like, I had to include the shots would change. So I'd have to sit here and do it piece by piece, frame by frame. And that took me like, and on top of, you know, things I have to do outside of this, it took me yeah. weeks. And yeah, I agree. I think people need to understand, like, you know, it's not easy on either model or editor like it takes a bit so yeah and i'm not a tech person i do not do techie things like i don't do the editing myself um i that's just like not in my wheelhouse so things take a little bit longer because i have to outsource certain aspects for for some of the work that i do you know what i mean so then you're introducing another person and another person's timeline and their and their schedule and their availability etc so Patience is key. Definitely. It's a whole thing know. and people need to understand that. <laughs> it just sounded like my balls dropped. I don't know why. You <laughs> <laughs> got a little squeaky there. Just I don't, really have, I don't have balls, guys. I'm a, I'm a real lady. <laughs> That's another giantess question I get sometimes. Or like just being a really tall girl. So are you like, like no, I'm just tall. You're just tall. <laughs> I'm just, just tall. I'm just I'm just a tall woman. <laughs> <laughs> Another question I do have. Um since uh you mentioned Michaela Miles earlier, um do you feel like 
that you looked up for um, looked up to her for uh, inspiration or guidance in that way, or you know, just a little bit about. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, honestly, I stumbled across her um, in just like doing my own research on the community and um, just seeing her like work and you know the stuff that she continues to do. Uh, I don't know her personally, um, but I would love to change that. I know she's based out of. Um, Colorado, which I'm from there, and I go back often. So I would love to connect with her and like learn from her because I think she just she knows it all and she's been around a long time. So it's cool to have someone in the community that's been doing it this long to look up to. You know, definitely, definitely. Um, I do think that mentorship in any any facet of anything that you're doing is important to have. You know, um, mm-hmm. having that guidance and being able to really i guess have someone saying hey you should do things this way or try this while also allowing yourself and i guess in a way um how can i say in a way you're just developing your own style but you're taking mind of what you know what the what you were being taught before you so um And I think that's always good to have. So that's definitely awesome. And that you look up to her for that. And from every, she, she's a legend. Um, I would love to have her on this podcast one day and just to get her take on everything. Um, so we'll, we'll, we're going to look towards the future of Giantess Cleo. That sounds ominous, but, <laughs> but, um, the future, the future, future scary sometimes i get it i get it guys we've all been there um, <laughs> but what can we expect from you in the near future whether that be collaborations new content like what what are some upcoming projects and collaborations you have coming up oh i've got quite a few actually um well i just got back from atlanta um and while i was there i collaborated with um two girls uh little bony feet on instagram and uh suck my sunny souls so i'll have some sets coming out from my time with them um also introduced them to the giantess world and got them to shoot a little bit of uh tiny content and stuff because you know i always keep my tinies on me so um <laughs> it was really fun because they they both been kind of interested in the giantess community but didn't really know where to get started or what to do so it was really awesome to kind of give them a little quick intro to it and uh you know put them on our feet and send them into the giantess world so uh, i can't wait to see what they do in regards to that because they're already crushing the crushing the foot game um let's see and then as far as like our community goes um i've got a feature length uh coming out with giantess autumn and leah uh which we shot a couple of months ago um called slumber party um, and that one also has an extra bonus clip uh, called Pillow Fight, which is going to be pretty fun. Um, I'm sure you can use your imagination uh, <laughs> with both of those uh, with both of those titles. Uh, let's see. And then uh, coming up in March, Hog and I are going to be actually. You know what? I'm going to see her in February and March. Um, we're going to be working on some new content together. So oh. that's really exciting. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shoot some, probably shoot a feature and uh, 
do some fun things. You'll have to stay tuned. Um, I'm really excited to collaborate with Maven. I'm obsessed with her. And I cannot wait to shoot with her. Uh, so that's really exciting. That's definitely on the horizon. Lots of big things. Lots of big plans. Um, and uh, like I said, my travel schedule for the next like six months is is kind of set so that I can, uh, you know, come to a city near y'all, collab, and uh, meet some new people in the industry. So um, you'll be able to check my my website is almost done. So you'll be able to check my website and see like my latest travel schedule. So you can see if I'll be in your area if you're interested in meeting me or working together. So yeah, new website, all of the fun things. Awesome. Awesome. That that should be very I mean, I know you usually post story updates on that. So be on the lookout for that, guys. If you ever want to meet or shoot or just work with Cleo, be on the lookout for that. Um yes. if ever in the Chicagoland area, would love to shoot with you myself. I'm coming to Chicago in March. Oh, okay then. I'll keep that in mind. I will be that yeah, I'm coming for St. Patty's, and I'll be there for I'll be there for a couple of days for giantists and foot stuff. So let's make it happen. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Definitely after yeah. this episode, we'll talk. Yeah. So definitely. Mark, that, that that's not too far off because in February I'm going to um shoot with uh, Pogzilla, so I'm going to her. Yeah, that would be a nice. Okay, definitely we can probably. Oh, wait, a couple you, wait, wait! You're going to Florida. In- Yes. Oh, we need to I'm talk. Going, we got to talk. Yeah. I'm going to Florida in February too. I'm going to Miami and Orlando. Oh, Ooh, okay. Yeah, we're, we'll definitely out. have a. Okay. Almost. No, big, little so, shit stopping. Big shit popping. Yes. That. So. Okay, then. Well, okay, then. I'll have to let you know <laughs> what dates I am I'm going. But all right, guys. Yeah. The collaboration that I planned in February might be bigger than I thought it was going to be, which I'm not mad at uh-huh. at all. So, uh, if I could shoot with the both of you, um, you and um, Foxzilla, I will be over the moon. So, you can die um, a happy man. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Cool, cool, cool. And then, um, and then at the end of the day, do you have an eventual end goal with the Giants' fetish? Um, is there, like, do you have a eventual end goal or? anything like this becoming full time um or oh yeah 100 percent. that's why you know as i build this out um my goal is to transition it into full-time um which is where i've been able to you know kind of start traveling a little bit more and um incorporating this into my into my daily full-time thing so that's definitely the goal um i'm hoping you'll see more from me on the on the production side as I work with more models, um, you know, Giant Steel isn't going anywhere. You can keep deleting me Instagram, but I'm here to stay. Love it. Get them. And keep Get growing them. this community. Gotta. They, they can't stop us. They won't stop no. us. Can't no. stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I, 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 I love this community. I love what I do. And I want to continue to do it and transition it into to full time. Definitely, full time giantess. That's the goal. That's the goal at the end of the day, right? Being yep. a full time giantess. 
<laughs> All right. Um, do you have any questions for me? Anything at all that you want to know about Jack the Speck? How you got started? How did I get started? Um, okay. Love Sam. I, I love answering this. Um, so we can go back as far as me getting into this fetish when I was a freshman in high school. Um, oh, okay. So I've always been into it and I've always had a thing for it. I guess this year, well, this year, that's weird to say, 2021 um, is when I finally found a community for it. But I've always had a fascination with, you know, the giantess fetish and just seeing, just getting that power, feeling that power of a woman being in charge. It's the cool, it's one of the coolest things to me. And in this fashion, it's, it, it's pretty awesome. Um, so when I was just on my regular personal Instagram account and decided out of pure curiosity to search up giantess, um, it's like I unlocked a whole new app on my phone. Because, um, <laughs> like, the difference in regular Instagram on my regular personal account to giantess Instagram, it's a whole different layer of content and it's allowed me to do some things I never thought I was going to be able to do before. Um, when I started my page back in April of this past year, um, I started off just doing collages and um, edits with Photoshop. Um, I've previously um, been a graphic designer before, so translating those skills over and learning how to do giantess edits were pretty cool. And then in July, I started to learn video editing and slowly got my skills up from that. So I learned a couple new skills because of this community. So, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much why I got my start in making this. And uh, eight months in, it's been probably one of the best things I have uh, could do for myself. Because, you know, it's hard to find like-minded people who are into uh, things like this, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how I got my start and that's how, um, came to be. Oh, say again. I said, you already have a background in graphic design. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, that, that really helped me get into it. Just being able to have that background and being able to figure out how can I, use my skills to really shift over to that. And then um, for video editing, it was a matter of just really learning and understanding how it works. And I'm still learning how it works to this day, but um, I've been you, able what to... What you use to edit? Um, so I use Photoshop to edit my... Uh, the photo edits, any collages, I usually use Photoshop. And then for video, it's usually After Effects and uh, Premiere. So I use three programs and it takes a lot of time, but it's worth it in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, so, I appreciate that you contribute to the community as well. I, I love that. I think that's one of my favorite things, just... Knowing that I could do it is probably one of the most gratifying things I get from being in this community alone. Um, the fact that I can contribute, the fact that 
I get to work with so many different people, um, different backgrounds, no matter where they're from, how they came up. And like just getting to know the people is probably one of the most craziest and coolest things about this community. And um, there, there are so many different personalities you get to meet. And I, I feel like that's just, just me alone being someone who likes to meet new people and, you know, know how they think or do things like, cause at the end of the day, yeah, we all like giant women, but we're all different individuals, but we can also have a same, a similar mindset, I guess you can say. So yeah, yeah. I think something, I think that in this community is always great because you never know who you're going to come across and how you're going to meet. And since this community is so layered, you get to know a lot and learn a lot and see a lot of different perspectives within the community itself. So it's really cool. And um, I, I, I think I'm just really appreciative of being able to experience that on a near everyday basis by interacting with uh, models, editors, and, you know, fans alike who uh, just are here for the content and to consume the content. So it's awesome to get to know them and talk to them. It, it's cool. It's, it's its own little community and something I didn't think I would find ever. So it's pretty awesome. Definitely. Definitely. Um, do you have anything else? I don't think so. Um, I gotta get going. I have a second. Nope. Okay, then. Well, I don't want to keep you much longer. Well, do you have time for one or two fan questions? Sure. Yeah. Please give me the fan questions. Definitely. We'll make we'll make them we'll make them quick. Um, this one is asking: Do you do you enjoy making gentle giantess content? I'm chuckling. I wish you could see me trying not to chuckle. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because it's, I'm not something I'm really known for. Right. Um, but I'm, I do enjoy it. I don't think I really have any like gentle giantess content though. I'm not opposed to it. I can be nice. <laughs> I love that answer. Um, but yeah, no, same. I, I, when I saw this question and I, I had to think about it myself, like, does, does she, does I know I, I'm trying to think about it. I don't, I don't think I really have any, like, I have some nicer stuff, but gentle giants is probably not <laughs> like, pure, like you do have some nicer stuff. I I'm with you on there. I don't think you have anything pure gentle giants though. I I'm trying yeah. to recall. And nothing <laughs> brains returning. Like no search results maybe found. I need to add, maybe I need to add my repertoire. I, I guess so. I guess so. Um. So we'll we'll that that's out there. So if you guys want that content, ask her. I mean, I'd be interested in you seeing know, that. The too. best way, if you have questions or you want to talk to me, email me. You know how many DMs I get from people, and I cannot. It's very hard to keep up with DMs. Definitely. But yeah, um, I guess that's definitely, I guess definitely giantess. I mean, gentle giantess content would be interesting to see from you. So, okay. Um, cool. And then, um, the second question we'll do here is what would you do to make the world a better place? 
What would I do to make the world a better? Mm-hmm. Um, well, honestly, I'm really passionate about um, plant medicine and med- Mm-hmm. And I'm in the process of looking towards buying a farm, and so that will be my contribution to the world, is healthy, organic, psychedelic mushrooms, and hemp. <laughs> Love it. Hey, I mean, it's a start, but I feel like everyone could use that. So Agreed. Agreed. I'm on board with you on that one. Awesome, awesome. Alrighty then. And uh, so I know you have to get going, but to uh, recap, um, where can everyone find you on your various platforms just uh, for the people at home who are listening, just so they can uh, know where to look yeah. you up? Yeah, um, I've got it all. I've got the Twitter, I've got the Instagram, Reddit. Uh, you can go to www.giantistcleo.com, which is my personal website. And I've got OnlyFans and many bids. So there's lots of options if you're interested in buying my content or interacting with me. Awesome, awesome. All right, then. Well, that will do it for this episode of Sizing Up. Shine uh, Cleo, it has been an honor. This spec has been geeked about this episode and the fact that I was able to have you on has been a blast. Um, thank you for uh, being on the pod. And no um, thanks for having me. Ever wants to come back and uh, be on season two? Um, please do not hesitate to reach out. Or but the, the door is always open if you ever of want course. to. Of course. And we've got some future collabs coming up. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> so we'll definitely we'll definitely talk off pod about this. But if you're going to be um around when i'm shooting with um Pogzilla on the dates i'm supposed to be there it'll be a big one so it will be an yeah. honor so i will um i will definitely definitely hit you up and um with that being said guys um that concludes another episode of sizing up thank you guys so much for listening if you guys need to find me of course That'll be jackthespec15 at gmail.com. As previously announced, I'm going to have a Patreon opening up, if you haven't heard. So um, if you guys ever want to support my work, that will be up and going in a month's time from now. So um, really just, you know, to help support not only the work, but the pod as well. Um, but with that being said, I've been Jack the Speck. That was the lovely Immaculate Giantess Cleo. And we'll see you guys on the airwebs. And I will see you guys next time on another episode of Sizing Up. Bye, guys. Bye.